Welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we have rare but vital conversations about Jesus. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Life Podcast. One Life is a startup church here in Nashville, Tennessee. Our mission is to build extended families of disciples that live on mission together. My name is Tiffany Ketchum, and here with me is my husband and co-host, Tim Ketchum. Hey, everybody. And da-da-da, we have a special guest on this episode. His name is JT. He's been a friend of ours for a few years now and a part of One Life. And one of the things that we like about JT is his authentic and genuine relationship with God. And we've had a lot of conversations about this and... Yeah, welcome to the podcast, JT. Hey, thank you. Uh, glad to be here. Thanks for joining us. I know uh, life is busy, so we appreciate yeah. you taking time. Hey, no problem, no problem. So, JT, how about you, uh, since it's your first time on the One Life podcast, how about you tell the listeners a few things about yourself? Uh, yeah, so I am, my name is, I go by JT, my real name is Jonathan Thomas. And I kind of, I, I don't want to say I have an unusual relationship with God, but it's it's very real, very authentic. Because, <laughs> I don't know, because just the way we met or the way I was introduced to God, it wasn't, it wasn't a religious thing for the most part. It was a very real, hey, God, I need you. Hey, God, I have these problems. And God showed up fixing my problems and, and you know, being being God in, in in very real ways, you know, w- that are like real manifesting things in my life, you know, and so um, it's always been a very interesting relationship. Uh, I met Tim and Tiffany uh, back 2015, I want to say, and uh, you know, Tim Tim has always been one of those people like, hey, this guy belongs in the Bible. He's like, this is he's actually doing things that. You know, you see people in the Bible do. There's, there's giftings. There's, you know, love. There's sacrifice. So it's just been a really good connection. And so I've always uh, enjoyed the the connection with Tim and Tiffany in one life. Oh, thanks, JT. Yeah, that's really kind of you. Man. <laughs> we, we did not tell him to say that. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was expecting you to talk about yourself, JT. Not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I'm a I'm a parent. I have three children. From originally from the Dallas Fort Worth area, uh, was a was a veteran. Joined joined the military right out of high school. Uh, eventually did the Iraq thing. Did some contractor stuff and ended up in um here in, in the Nashville Murfreesboro area. And so it's been it's been nice. It's been it's been interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've definitely enjoyed uh, your friendship. And so on the last few episodes, we've been working through highlights in the story of Jacob. And one of the topics that came up was about how God relates to us and us to him. And something we want to do on occasion is give some personal testimony like that connects these stories in the Bible to us or to other people to real stories now and JT we've had a, quite a lot of a conversations spiritual conversations together and you actually came to my mind when we were talking about Jacob because brought Jacob up on on multiple occasions and talked about your relationship with God 
And that is one reason we wanted to have you on as we close out our episodes talking about Jacob. Yeah. 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 So we wanted you to share your perspective about Jacob wrestling with God and how that can help us in our relationship with God. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe you can start out by uh, sharing with us why you like this story so much. Like, what, why is it meaningful to you? Yeah, right. It's it's a great it's a great question. Great question, right? So, I think the the main one of the main things that I really really it's really interesting about the story of Jacob is is if you think about how Jacob kind of he <laughs> through trickery, you know, and deceit, he um, was put in this situation. Okay, he's put in this situation to where. Um, he kind of messed up some relationships or he messed up his relationship with his brother and yeah. he, he, his mother kind of, his family kind of banished him to go live with his uncle and he's coming back home and he knows, he knows he's had, he has a problem. He felt, and he said, God told him to go back home. You know, so like one, you know, he, he messed something up. He went away. God's calling him back to this conflict. And so Jacob is nervous. Jacob is is concerned. And I'm not saying that Jacob messed things up necessarily, but he, there's just some conflict there mm-hmm. uh, that that God's calling him to. And so Jacob is is in a situation where he needs something to happen. I, I think you know we we can all we can all picture ourselves in situations where we need something where we need something from God. Um, but you know that's probably not the most interesting part. The most interesting part to me is that God showed up to get fought with, you know, like, that, mm. you know, like, I don't know, you know, Jacob sends his family along, he sends gifts, he sends all these peace offerings to his brother. And, and then somebody shows up, right? I don't know, we don't have the details of what happened, mm. but like some, some man, some angel or whatever showed up. Okay. And I'm like, I'm thinking, what's going on in heaven? Like, who's, you know, and, and, you know, God's all knowing. So he knows, God knows that he's about to get fought with, (laughs) you know, and so God shows up to get fought with. And then Jacob, they have this wrestling match and and Jacob attacks or who knows who attacks him first, you know, but there's, there's Mm -hmm. conflict. And and, and I, I really feel like Jacob had this attitude as if like, no, no, God, you're going to give me what I need from you, no matter what. Like I need, you're not, I'm not going to let you go until you give me what I need. And I think God, I I feel like God knew that. And I feel like God showed up just because of Jacob's attitude that Jacob will not let go. He's not going to quit. He's going to tenaciously fight God on, on this matter. Yeah, I, I think that's a really attractive idea. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on, but yeah, it's really, really interesting to me. Yeah, I know uh, there's been a couple of times that you've brought up this idea of Jacob seeking a blessing from God, like he needed something and he knew God was the only one who could give it. Yeah. And he was not willing to let God go. Right. And he kind of demanded like it, it. It wasn't like groveling, like, oh, if you would just do this. Oh, it was like, no, I'm going to. I'm gonna put you in a headlock until you give it to me. And yeah, yeah. Like, like what? 
why, why are you attracted to that? What, what is it about that that makes you say, I like that? Well, like, I, that's awesome. I, I, think, I think traditional religion says, well, if, you know, if I can only have what, what life gives me, or I think tradition says, deal with what you have. I think there's a difference between contentment. Mm. There's, a, there's a line between contentment with what you have in your situation in your life and having a faith where you believe that, hey, God is going to do something for you or God gave you something. Mm. Or just putting the dependency on God to where you you need Him to do something for you, and not just not just being complacent with where you currently are. I, I think that really that's really attractive to me. Um, that God says, you know, there's there's places in the Bible where where Jesus says, "Hey, as you believe, as you as you believe, so be it unto you." You know, mm. like if you can believe it, then then put a demand on heaven to to get it you know, um, you know, according to scripture, right? And so, you know, I think it, it's interesting. It, like it says, it says a man came and fought with Jacob until like before daybreak. You know, I don't know how long that is, but that's, that's a long time. And so they wrestled, they wrestled for a long time. And, there, and there's, there's a, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever fought before, but like there's, there is a special intimacy with when you fight with someone, when you wrestle, like, you know, sweat skin strength versus strength there's a certain intimacy in that i, I really think that you know like as, as far as christianity is concerned everything is so positive everything is so you know blessing oriented and mm. you know read your bible pray blah 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 but sometimes there is a fight sometimes there is a like hey god no this i don't agree with this i don't think this is fair i don't think this is whatever and and you getting to a place where you're going to pick a fight with God. I think you have to get to those places where you, you have an attitude where you see your situation and you say, no, 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 I don't agree. And you, and you, you, you don't look to pleasures. You don't look to whatever you look to God and say, no, God, you're, if you're my God, I need you to give this to me. You know? And I think when God hears that kind of language, he kind of smiles. It's like, okay, let's go. Let's mm -hmm. go. You know, you know, so when you when you have that attitude, like I'm going to come and get what I need from you, God, I really think it pleases him a lot. Yeah, that is a very intimate thing to be able to do that. Why do you think that's important in us relating to God and us coming before God? Why do you think that it's important to be able to yeah. approach him that way? I, well, yeah, I, I really think you have to have, I think it's, there's something about the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man, the, the emotional passion behind your prayer. What's the, I can't think of her name, Samuel's mother, when she was praying in the temple. Oh Is yeah, Hannah? Hannah. And she was Hannah. There you go, Hannah. And <laughs> or if it's or if it's Netflix, it's Anna. <laughs> yeah, they thought she was. Drunk. Sorry, that's a that, uh, that's a TV show. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they thought she was drunk because of her the way she was praying. I think she was groaning yes. or she was being a complete crazy person. Right? Mm -hmm. She wasn't like in a normal state. She was in a she was a crazy person and praying from the from her emotions, 
putting a demand on God that I need this to happen in my life. You think about how, so you have the transition of Abram to Abraham, right? God changes his name, mm-hmm. Abram to Abraham. There's a few other people I can't remember exactly, but God also changed Jacob's name, from Jacob mm-hmm. to Israel, right? But when you look throughout all the scriptures, like you don't really see, we, or at least in the Old Testament, you don't really hear, you don't, it's, it's usually Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Mm-hmm. I think there's something about what Jacob did where God honored, like it's, there's a side of you, I, we may be getting off the point, but there's a side of you where God is the God of your not so good part and the new part that he's creating. And I mm-hmm. think that you need all of those. You need all of yourself. You need to bring all of yourself to God, not just the good, you know, but the ugly, the 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 part where you don't believe. You know, where you can say, God, I, I don't believe you. I don't trust that you can do this. And you can be honest and say, hey, God, help my unbelief. You know, I, I really, I, I think that's just, I don't know. I think a lot of people struggle with, okay, well, let me just, let me just stay away from God because, uh, I'm not, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at this place kind of now where like, let me just stay away from God until I can be the most holiest version of myself possible, mm-hmm. where I can be the most spiritual part. Let me just not, he doesn't want me because I'm not as spiritual as, as I can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I really just think it's important to bring all of yourself to God because he, I mean, he already knows, you know, and so. Um, yeah, I, um, the, as you're talking there, it makes me think of like the situations where someone is is asked to pray and mm, yeah. you know that they talk a certain way when they're normal. But right. then when they start praying, they use a different voice. Right, right. They, it's yeah. like something changes and it's like they're not actually being themselves right. when right. they're praying. And sometimes that happens when they're in front of other people, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that that's a good example. And I think you can scale that, I think. What I mm-hmm. hear you saying is that mm-hmm. a lot of times when we're angry with God or when we're frustrated with God, we feel like, or, or even if we have sin, like if we right. have something that we, we're, we're ashamed of, we feel guilty mm-hmm. about, and we feel like, oh, well, well, we can't come to God as is. Mm-hmm. Like we can't bring that to him. We can't talk to him mm-hmm. as if we would talk to our neighbor mm-hmm. or our friend mm-hmm. or our spouse or whatever. And what I hear you saying is like this story kind of gives us permission to do that. And if we right. don't do that, we're actually forsaking a certain kind of intimacy with God. Right. Absolutely. And there's a, there's a closeness there when we get to vent to him, right. share with him, our true feelings, be our true self. Right. And even if we're breaking the rules, like even if we're not being submissive or reverent or it's like, I mean, how, how irreverent is it to hold God in in a headlock? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So like, and I want to say it even says that, you know, your, your name is Israel because you struggled with God and prevailed. Prevailed, He had a really good full Nelson. He had a really good headlock. (laughs) Exactly. He could not get out of it and he had to touch his hip. Right. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, well, let me, I'm finding, I'm in Hosea, I'm in Hosea chapter 12, I'm reading a verse 4, he says, okay, no, verse 2, the Lord has changed, has a charge bring against Judah, he will punish Jacob according to his ways, and repay him according to his deeds, 
Verse 3, in the womb, he grasped his brother's heel. As a man, he struggled with God. <laughs> Verse 4, he struggled with the, with the angel and overcame him. He wept and begged for his favor, right? Like, mm. I don't know which part built God the most. Like, mm. is it the, that hey, he's fighting with me or the he wept in my arms knowing that he I'm the only one that, could, that can do anything? He's weeping. Mm. it's it's complicated you know yeah Jesus taught us how to pray but Jesus didn't sin so as a sinner how do I pray you know as as a sinner how do I maintain relationship with God I think it's easy to say let me stay away because God is pure and I'm not but Mm. that's not a lot of faith that that yeah that's that's it's sin consciousness it's it doesn't take faith to believe that because you say i i know i did something wrong but sometimes it takes more faith to believe that hey i can go to god because jesus is my holiness he covers me he Mm -hmm. is my righteousness i'm not my righteousness he is my righteousness Mm -hmm. you know he he does cover me um and so that (laughs) it how do you having the faith to enter into that and, and draw near even when you when you've messed up you know yeah. and and how does god feel when we decide to distance ourselves you know in in those kind of situations versus hey god i messed up i hate this position i'm in i need you to fix my position i need you to fix this in my life I, I can't, you're not, I, you can't do this. This isn't right. You know, or like maybe like a Habakkuk, how he's, how Habakkuk is like, hey, what's up with this? What's up with that? If you're God, then why is all this stuff going on? Why, why, why? And you would think that guys like had this flash water, like, you know, shut up and sit down somewhere. You, you, you feel the human. God's like, no, you're right. And here's what I'm going to do to do about it. And so I think there's these, these, or maybe even David, like David is, you know, God, how long, how long will I'm, I'm going to have to wait until you do something, you know, deliver me from my enemies. How long are you going to let these people, you know, put their mouth on me? Like, and, and there's just this, this attitude as if it's okay to complain. It's okay to, it's okay to fight. It's okay mm-hmm. to be a human in God's presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to um, say something real quick and we, I'm not sure how much more time we got, but, um, you know, the idea that it's it's one thing for us to bring our full self to God and like expose everything that we have. I mean, he can see it anyway. Right. Like he's, right. he's going to know what we're feeling and thinking. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could speak a little bit to this idea of hearing from him, mm-hmm. because like I, I, I definitely think there's an aspect of wrestling with God where we exert ourselves towards him. Right. But then there's also that place where we kind of part of that intimacy is not just like I'm getting close to him and communicating something to him. He's communicating something to us as well. And I think that's really a really important part of what you're talking about there with that intimacy and you're, you're touching his sweat, but he's going to touch your sweat. Right. You know? And so there's something that he wants to give us in that moment as well. And, you know, maybe you could talk about maybe how that's worked for you or how, Mm -hmm. you know, any, any wisdom you may have there about, receiving yeah. from him while yeah. we're wrestling with him 
Yeah, that, that's a really, really good point, right? And, and I think sometimes it could be hearing from God, I think, can be discouraging because sometimes it can be double work, right? Because you you live in this body, right? Like God's not going to, I wish God would show up and knock on my door or like send me a text message. Hey, Jonathan, here's what I think about this situation. You know, that would be a lot easier. That'd be great. But we mm -hmm. live in this, we, we, we are a spirit that lives, that lives in a body, right? But God is a spirit, you know? And so I have to connect with God spirit to spirit. So I have to do the work to slow down my mind or slow down my body, slow down my, my activities in my life and tune in, like literally tune in, tune away from my thoughts, tune away from my actions and tune in to, to God, to the spirit of God, which can be, could, could take some labor. It, it could, it could, it could mean I have to, to read my Bible. It, it could mean I have to focus on if God is love, what does love look like? What does, what does love look like when it's loving me? What is, what does it look like? What does God, how does God feel about me? You know, tuning into those feelings and, 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 and finding, maybe even finding scriptures where God is loving on someone who messed up, is loving on someone who's frustrated, you know, and, and just really trying and really building out your spiritual context uh and your faith to say so, so you can hear so you can you can know what god looks like and you can get a sense of his attitude and 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 expose yourself to 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 to, to him and to randomness and to just to just kind of let god speak to you mm -hmm. in those in those sacred places that you kind of build with him which is which can be work which can be work, not because it's not because it's God's fault, it's God's fault, but because of the world we live in, because of our bodies, um, it, 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 it can just be some work. And so um, it's but it's a good practice to really learn how to hear from God. It's not something that I feel like it's not something that's taught enough, mm. you know, but it, it's something that is very, very uh, necessary. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Thank you so much, JT. Um, yeah, no I, I think our time probably is up. I know we could talk longer because we've talked about this a lot. We could totally do a part two on this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we've said, we've said, you know, we've probably talked hours about this kind of thing um, yeah. if you add it all together. But yeah. yeah. JT, thanks so much for taking time to join us. Yeah, hey, exactly. no problem, no problem. Thanks for sharing your perspective and for um, just sharing a little bit about your life. And I know Absolutely. I really enjoy like hearing you and hearing what you have to say, hearing about your relationship with God. And mm -hmm. I'm I'm really glad that our listeners uh, get to hear a little bit today. And and I do hope that it's encouraging and that that right. they'll be inspired in their relationship with God and that it will help them grow and maybe approach him in a new way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yep. Thanks so much, JT. Um, yeah, no problem. I love it. Yeah. So I guess that's a wrap. If you have any questions or comments, just click the link on our podcast notes to respond.
We really appreciate you all listening. And JT, we loved having you today. And thanks for being our first guest. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. You're our first podcast guest. He's like the firstborn. I know, right? He's opening up the podcast womb. <laughs> right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will catch you next time.